0: This is the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan, where we interview local real estate investors and professionals to go over tips, tricks, and investing strategies to help you learn about the business and to enable you to achieve your financial goals. And now, welcome to the show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today, we'll be interviewing Sean Kaligagan. Sean is a real estate investor in the Bay Area and has managed to create a team of virtual assistants to help him grow his business. He's a young hustler, and he constantly reminds me that to be successful in this business, it's not about your age or what degree you got in college, but about how much commitment and perseverance you have. Here's Sean. Hey, well, so thank you for coming up on the show. I really appreciate it. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the crowd and let them know who you are
1: yeah hey everyone uh, my name is sean uh, i'm a real estate investor here in the bay area uh i got started i mean about i would say uh i don't even know 2016 summer of 2016 got into real estate uh started you know started the whole i i think before you even get in, get started before i even got started in real estate i got started with the whole self-development started reading out the books all that stuff um so I read the book by Flip, uh, Flip by Nick Ruiz. So that kind of, you know, started my real estate uh, career, uh, putting out banded signs, believe it or not, here in the Bay Area. It doesn't work. Or <laughs> I'm not, you know, some people still put it out. So maybe it does work, but I haven't done it consistently to where it works. It worked. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, now, uh, fast forward to now, 2019, uh, it's going to be. One more month, it's gonna be my first anniversary of being full time. Full time investor.
0: Congratulations. Yeah. What were you doing before being a full time investor?
1: Uh I was working, I was working at 24 hour fitness for sales and uh, I was working and I worked uh, an admin job for like a, a broker office, like a you know, like a real estate broker office. They do a lot of you know, more like the listing side of it. You know, I I got in there thinking I'm gonna learn real estate you know i mean i did learn real estate but you know going there thinking i was gonna learn how to flip houses you know wholesale uh didn't work out that way so um but i just stuck to it uh worked there for a bit until i did my first deal and never looked
0: back so yeah talk about that first deal like how did you get it and what were the results from it
1: oh man so getting you know it took me 16 months to actually get that deal. The way I got that deal, I was uh, I was cold calling this specific owner. And, uh, you know, I was looking, you know, Google Maps, whenever I cold call, I always like uh, pulling up the, uh, the address on Google Maps, take a look at it. So that way, you know, when you're cold calling, you can, hey, you know, it looks like it has a, you know, a blue roof, or, you know, you could, you could kind of build rapport that way. But, uh, you know that that specific property wasn't interested in selling, believe it or not. But uh, turned my cursor uh, a little bit to the right, and next thing you know, I saw another property. I'm like, oh, maybe this one, this was a good lead. So I skip traced that lead, cold called him. Uh, he wasn't interested in selling, but you know, he, he we had a good conversation. Just put him on my follow-ups. Didn't think that I was, you know, he was gonna be my first deal. You know just uh you know i showed up every single day kept calling every day and you know two weeks later i called him again they like and asked him hey you know have you thought about selling i and you know last time you spoke you know you still got to talk to your sister something like that so and he was like you know what i did talk to her i want to sell i asked him how much do you want uh he said the number and uh from there it was uh kind of like a walk in the park but not really so
0: <laughs> yeah so lesson learners always ask them what they want because sometimes they would just tell you uh really nice number
1: <laughs> oh yeah exactly they're gonna ask you they're gonna give you a hundred and twenty percent of the uh, market value <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice nice
1: yeah so I got that lead called it I mean it took a while to actually get it in contract attorneys got involved um, I actually uh, wholetailed it right so I you know I, w- I was trying to get into the uh, to the game to wholesale but uh I ended up actually wholesaling. I ended I ended up closing it because I, I was able to get the uh, uh, access to funding. Uh, so I did a hard money on the first, um, private money on the second. So I ended up wholetailing that property. Um, so, you know, believe it or not, like, you know, working like just a regular, you know, nine to five job and uh, not an engineer or, you know, kind of just like admin or sales uh, you know, gym sales. I actually got prior to that, uh, when I closed on the property, you know how sometimes they give you a refund like a title refund. Sure. I got like a 7,000 title refund. I'm like, oh my God, like this is, you know, I'm already getting paid <laughs> for buying a house. So nice. I got that 7,000 refund. I ended up using that to uh, paint the house, uh, pay some contractors, you know, pay, uh, clean the rug. So I wholetail it. So basically wholesaling, wholesaling is when you assign the contract, wholesaling, close on it and put it on the market. So I closed it. Uh, I painted the house with that seven grand that I got. And then I staged it with, uh, one with with a credit card with credit cards because I mean, I was in debt. You know, I'm talking about like 16 months of not having a deal, put a lot of money in, in direct mail. I was, you know, probably over 15, 20,000 and putting money in direct mail, which did not work at all. So, uh, yeah, you use that to fund the deal to fix it, fix the deal. I didn't have enough to fix the kitchen, the bathrooms, I didn't have enough of that, right? So, I just put it back on the market and uh, yeah, we sold it. Uh, Sixty-six thousand over asking and we'd even put on the market we got a you know uh an offer prior to putting it in the market because mm-hmm. uh we are our, our strategy was to list it for 1.5 and we'll, we're happy for 1.5 but we listed we we did an off-market listing for 1.55 which is like shooting for the stars and someone offered 1.566 so perfect um but then again, I still wonder till this day if I put it on the market, would I have gotten 1.6
0: 1. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was the first deal, um, and then ever since then, uh, after the first deal, quit my W two job, and uh, went full time in real estate. You know.
0: So okay. So are you down to talk about the actual numbers on that project? Because I remember you said that. Oh yeah. You never like you personally didn't put in that much money it was all like credit cards right and right like so, I mean, insurance, you insurance you borrowed that
1: from your mom oh yeah that's right yeah insurance right. borrowed that from my mom um i mean i could pay i could have use my own credit card to pay for that but you know i wanted my mom to get a, a return sure so uh, but um he yeah so the numbers on that one i know it, uh total net was about 370 000, and uh yeah, so my, the, me and the investor made a lot of, you know, we made a big margin without doing much to it. So that was the first deal. Um, I talk about it all the time, so I don't
0: excited anymore now. So, but I still remember. <laughs> I'm sure, but you tell anybody or anyone they hear that they to be like, "What the hell? Like this first deal, you made over three hundred thousand dollars." So, yeah, okay. how did you move on? So once you went full time, what did you do? And how are your operations now? Uh, when I got.
1: Uh, well, well, first of all, when, you know, I went full time, I had to pay off, all, you know, cleared all my debt, you know, basically tried tried to start fresh, up, uh, you know, got my LLC set up, you know, so I, I did my first without, without an LLC. So, you, guys, you know, for those who are starting, don't worry about that, worry about that later, get your first deal and then set all that up. Um, so I set up my business do that. And uh, you know, I really had to think about what I should do, whether should I uh you know, which which marketing marketing source I should do. So uh I stuck to calling and I I, I dabbled a little bit in direct mail, but not heavily. Uh with you actually. We jved on a direct mail campaign. Uh so the second deal that we bought, the second deal actually, so guys, yeah, we you know, me and Sean right here, we both made a lot of money on our first deal, both in you know both six-figure deals, but the second deal—I think this—that's the crazy thing. It's our second deal. Uh, we still have the property, so we're not losing money on it. Yet, but uh, we're still, still having.
0: We're playing that one. <laughs> Wait, talk about Oneida because we're doing that one together too, and that one's also from a mailer.
1: All right, Oneida. Yeah. So I actually just talked to the seller today, or yeah, and Julian. To Carol today because I needed. Yeah, I needed to get the seller statement for tax purposes. So for that one, yeah, that one's an uh interesting, that was from a direct mail. Um she was an out of state owner. I don't even know the do you know the exact net that we made that one?
0: Uh let's see. I'm gonna say 160. Around 160.
1: 160, yeah. So I think for that one. So basically what we did, this was a strategic acquisition. We you know, we didn't buy the property, we didn't take title on the property. Uh, what we did on this one is we jv'd with a homeowner we told her hey look you live out of state you got some money in the house to sell it for top dollar you know let us do the renovation we'll we'll find a renovation we'll do the project management and you know we'll get a listing agent to list your home and at the end of it um you know you get the number that you want because ultimately i offered her like 1.7 1.8 and her house was worth like two and a half so she didn't accept that so we we heard this route, you know, we negotiated it but we were both there in the backyard. She didn't sign it the 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 night uh, in that same day but uh you know it came back the next morning with some donuts and you know she signed. There you go. And from there I think after that it was just a walk in the park, you know. I mean, it was nothing crazy. We just got the work done. Um you know, people say, you know, working with contractors are a nightmare. I mean, I have probably haven't worked done enough projects to know that i'm kind of just like hey just get it done so i think the you know the rehab process went pretty well and uh you know we we made a killing on that one for sure
0: yeah it was smart because we didn't even buy the property so we had no holding <clears throat> costs and at the right. same time we were paying uh, the contractor but we actually partnered with our contractor so that he could do the job at cost and then he would actually bring mm-hmm. his own funds so we actually put in even less money to do the job right so there's right. like a win-win situation for everybody involved
1: exactly yeah that was that's probably one of my favorite deals for sure i think we you need know?
0: to do more deals like that because you're putting in like no risk right, right? it's, it's unless unless you don't
1: sell it in a good price but uh we're not gonna let that happen so
0: <laughs> well then not again anymore. then again see even though uh if it doesn't sell for a good price the way we wrote the contract is we would still sell it and we as the investors would still get paid back because you were kind right. of coming in as consultants so that's right you know honestly i think that's better because the seller you know even though they don't get the number they want they're still making a killing because you know when carol bought that house it was probably only worth like 700 grand she's selling for 2.5 hey like yeah she didn't make the number she wanted but she still makes a a huge gain compared to what she would have had anyways exactly exactly yeah and then plus she's not fronting any of the money so she doesn't have to take like a home she, doesn't have, to do, re, line, yeah, she yeah. doesn't have to take her home equity line of credit. She doesn't have to refinance anything. It's just, boom. Someone else does right. it. Right. It was me. like,
1: a, it was like, yeah, exactly. It's more, it's more of like she she delegated to us, right? She had right. us do all the
0: work. Because she had a hip surgery to do, to do, right? So she didn't have the money right. to do it. And she was living exactly. in Texas. So it was like, we need yep. more of those deals. Right, right. We'll, we'll get more. We'll get for more. Sure. Structure it smartly, right? Structuring it matters. Exactly. Exactly.
1: But yeah, I mean, today... Uh, my operations. I mean, we uh, we do a lot of cold calling, right? We do a lot of cold calling. We still we still do send out direct mail, but it's so rare that we get deals from direct mail. But hey, you know, I mean, uh, I, I you always need more than one or you know one marketing source. So I get you know most of my deals I get I get from uh, obviously direct mail, cold calling. Uh, which I have like Jamaicans in, in, in Jamaica who cold call, you know, I trained I trained them very well for the first month. I, we literally had role play training, I mean, two, two, three times a week. So after that month, I mean, now they're on their own. So they, they do pretty well. They generate me a lot of leads. So that's one of my marketing avenues. Um, and then I also do a lot of networking. So I, I you know, I did, uh, I started my own meetup last month or last, last year, actually, you know, I think uh, August, September, yep. around that time. And, uh, you know, so I get a lot of uh, sources from that too, from, you know, networking and, uh, you know, helping people get started, right? So, I mean, those are my main three marketing sources. I I, I haven't really tapped into to any other marketing sources, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I have, you know, my, my operations is nothing special. It's just uh, hammer the phones talk to people, follow up and uh, go to appointments, you know? So people think there's like a magic pill. You just really have to talk to people. You talk as much people as you can, you know, so.
0: So for your VAs, yeah. how did you find them? What did it cost you? How big is your team?
1: Yeah, so my VA, uh, I, I pay them about five, uh, $5.50 five an hour. And uh, they work they work about 60 to 80 hours a week. And uh, that's like two or three of them, three of them. So I don't, I don't, I don't like to have, I don't like to hire one VA for eight hours straight because you're gonna, you know, it's not gonna, they're not gonna perform well. You want to hire them in, you know, minimum per VA. I would think maybe 20 hours, so that's about, you know, three to five hours a day. So it's still manageable because sometimes if you're cold calling, um, it's, 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 it's a strenuous job. You know, you can't, you're not gonna have the same attitude every single time for or for at least for eight hours straight. So, you know, uh, I try to make sure that they only work 20 hours each just each week. So that way, you know, they only work three hours and, you know, they're, they're putting their best effort, you know. Got so it. so um, it's
0: four of them, you said, right? And each one doing 20 hours three. a week? Three, okay. Yeah, three.
1: So I got one solely following up now. She's kind of like my leads manager and then I have uh, two callers, yeah.
0: Sweet. You found them with what, Upwork.com or?
1: Upwork, yeah, Upwork right. i got lucky Matt. yeah I, I got super lucky
0: because your va is just like a superstar right oh yeah she's she's a rock star
1: but she never shows up on you know meetings and she has a lot of excuses but you know i'm not she got I'm the job kind of done for you, you right that. she's the one that exactly. got you the hayward deal yeah yeah so that was a that was a good yeah hayward deal let's talk about like, the uh, hayward deal yeah so that one that one's actually from her cold calling uh she called him she, you know, same thing as my first deal, they said the number over the phone, hey, I want 300,000 for it. And I, you know, and uh, we had, or she said, she, uh, the homeowner said she had an offer for 300. My VA, I was listening to the phone call my VA said, hey, we'll offer you 310. And she's like, okay, we'll send the offer. You know, this was like an old school seller. So my VA contacted me he was like, hey, send the offer. And we sent the offer right off the bat. I sent it, you know, um, all I did with this deal was I haven't seen the property. I haven't seen, I just sent the offer for 310 on a contract, snail mail, um, or not snail mail. I sent it via UPS. They picked it up. And then the agent, I, I don't know if I told you, the agent ended up working me on this one. So she she kind of felt iffy. So she hired an agent, but the purchase price was still the same. Okay. Everything, all the terms were still all the same. Uh, so I had it at 310 and the ARV on this property was actually like 6 650. So we wholesaled it. Um, I partnered up with another investor. Uh, he had he brought a buyer for four fifty. So we we did about we did like hundred and twenty five assignment fee on that one. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was another uh, good deal. Um, yeah. So I mean, you know, I I probably only really did maybe two three hours worth of work on that of that one. You know, a did all the work. So yep. maybe that's why I haven't. Um, I haven't fired her yet, even though she does not show up on meetings. And
0: I mean, I'm sure from that, that one deal, she already made you more money than you would ever have paid her in her entire career with you.
1: Especially so at
0: $5 an hour. like There's no way she's going to make that money exactly. back from you. So yeah, it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Talk about your plans on how you're going to grow 2019. What are you planning on doing differently to make it even bigger than it was in 2018?
1: Right, yeah. So my plans for 2019 is basically what I realized is because, you know, when, you know, when I, when I went full time, I was kind of scared to invest money to, you know, put hire a VA to put out more direct mail to, you know, buy lists to do this. So I, I didn't really get traction, you know, after my first deal, believe it or not, uh, I closed my first deal on January. Um, I didn't get paid until August,
0: hmm?
1: August or September. Yeah, I didn't have any pay. I was dry for, you know, I was, I would be, we contracted deals, but, you know, it takes a lot to close. you know, it's real estate. Oh, you you're talking it, about
0: like after you got paid out for your big transaction in January, then there was nothing else until August, right?
1: Exactly. Got August it. or September. I think my next check was on September, you know? Yep. So it took a while, but September, October, November, I was getting paid every single month. I'm like, wow, this is crazy because I realized um, on sometime on June or July, June, July, August, I started just, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put out money in marketing, whether it's cold calling, direct mail, you know, I, I'm just going to, you know, throw it out there, yeah. something will stick. So and it comes back. Something sticks, exactly. So it'll come back. So I feel like this year, it's just more of a put more money into the marketing machine and, uh, you know, and start building a team and, you know, get more people to uh, to go on appointments because I feel like appointments is key. Uh, try to get as much as appointments you can go to them. I mean, like last week I went to, every single day I went, yeah, I, we were supposed to do this podcast last week, but every single day I had an appointment Five, yeah. days, five days in a row, Monday to Friday. I didn't close any of them, but hey, you know, it's still the experience and you never know because I've closed deals where this person, you know, the seller didn't sell me their house, but I ended up working with their parents and I bought their house. So that was a networking lead. That was a free lead. I didn't have to spend money on that just because I'm putting out my, putting myself out there. Right. So uh, just go to, you know, um, I'm trying to set more this year. So I'm just looking to spend a lot more in marketing, uh, you know, just double my marketing, figure that out and try to be lean. You know, I might cut direct mail because it's too expensive, but, uh, you know, just uh, stay to what's working and, uh, you know, try to get more people in my business to help me out because I can only do so, so much. So the more people I can, you know, help, right. The more people I could, you know, help them make six figures, it's going to come back to me in return. So that's right. It's more, more marketing
0: Don Costa is doing right. Where he just has a team and he himself doesn't really do much because he also exactly. has all the work. Yeah, that's really right, smart. Right. So like, what do you mean by right. putting in more money for marketing? Since you're not doing direct mail, you're just going to hire more VAs to call for you. Is that what you mean by more marketing?
1: Right, right. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm probably looking to, you know, hopefully by June or July, uh, hopefully I'll have, i have like 10 callers. Um but i am I'm also still uh you know I'm still debating if I should cut direct mail uh, or not because I have a lot of leads in the crm that that just needs following up. you know if I follow up on it, it'll turn to a lead. so it maybe if I get more contracts off of that, then you know my cost per contract uh, you know gets smaller because typically right now uh, I think my cost per contract could cost me about sixteen thousand dollars just to get a contract off of. Uh, uh, direct mail. So it's very expensive. So someone new, you know, I wouldn't suggest you doing direct mail.
0: Wait, you said 60, you mean 16, right? One, six, 16. Yeah. Okay, cool. One, six.
1: Yeah. 16 it. grand, like fifteen eight hundred. But then again, if I get more, uh, contracts off the follow-ups, you know, I could, I could keep that cost per contract a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so this year I'm really just focusing on feeding, getting more marketing out there and, uh, solely focusing on follow-ups. So Um, Because follow-ups is very important, so I'm trying to uh, systematize that and get more people to help me follow up. Because honestly, if you know all the leads that I closed, they're all from follow-up. So this is kind of like a good KPI. So I closed a deal last week on Friday. Um, The backstory in that lead is I looked at you know my my systems, call real. You can track everything. We called that lead sixteen times.
0: Wow. Did he get mad at you? Like, hey, don't call me ever again and click. Oh, no. I mean, he called up 16 times, right?
1: Texted him five times. He didn't reply on some of them. Emailed him three times, no, nothing. And then he we, you know, we we ended up getting it. So nice. They don't get mad. Sometimes it's just you just gotta catch him the right time, right timing. You know, all the stars has to align. Like mm-hmm. every single star needs to align, right? So um you have to you you definitely have to follow up imagine if i didn't call him you know 16 times and our team only called him five times would i have gotten that deal you know i don't know i could could not but you know if you if you just have to pick up the phone and talk to the people already in your crm because i'm sure there's people getting started uh, or people who's been in it for maybe six eight ten twelve months um they have you know the deals are, is in their pipeline already. They're just not touching those. They're, they're always looking to generate new leads every single day. So instead of, you know, looking at new leads, why don't you look at your current CRM or your current, you know, wherever, wherever you're putting your leads, Excel spreadsheet, wherever, at least, you know, start calling those again. Cause I mean, circumstances change and you guys already built a relationship. They already trust you. You have already talked to them. So um, just keep following up and uh, you know, uh, follow up is, Follow-up is king, man. (laughs)
0: Yeah, follow-up is so strong.
1: So so 2019 focuses more marketing and, uh, you know, systemize and get better in following up because we're not the best, you know. Um, I I know people out there, they said they didn't close a deal until it was like the 72nd follow-up. So I want to be able to be in that position where I have my stuff systematized where like, okay, we called this lead 72 times and they finally converted. So um, I think, Yeah. I mean, pretty much it, you know, just focus on follow-up and yeah, we're probably at another marketing Avenue. I think I'm ready to start working with some agents. I know last couple of years I had, I hated working with the agents. They hated working with me maybe because I look young. So, well, I'm going to try it out this year since I have a couple in my track record, I could let them know that, Hey, you know, I'm a serious buyer. So hopefully this year I'll I'll see if I can crack the code and generating leads with agents I know Alyssa. I listened to that podcast. Yeah, um, from right. Alyssa, yeah. so I'm gonna try it out. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out and see if uh, we could implement that in our business. Mm-hmm. Start, you know, uh, getting deals off agents. So
0: yeah, I mean, the key is you just have to call and go down the whole list again. Like I was told her in my old podcast, I'm having a hard time doing this like massive action you guys are taking. I call five and I'm right. really discouraged, and I'm like, I'm, I'm good for the day. Mm-hmm. I much prefer talking like this because I, I know you guys are ready, right? So if right. you're able to call and do it, then you're going to get the results that you deserve, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's no so, secret
0: to it, it's just hard work. You just have to do it. <laughs> exactly. Whether you want to or not. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, cool. So, what advice would you give to newer investors who want to be like you?
1: Uh, for newer investors out there, it's honestly, you just have to stay consistent, persevere. Um, you know, your deal is going to come if you just keep at it. Um, you know, I was just stay consistent, stay consistent, follow up. Right. And, you know, don't give up because, you know, to tell you the truth, getting started, you know, you know, 2016. I went to a lot of meetups. I met you, right? right. Think about it. Who else do you remember in that first meetup?
0: Yeah. Actually there's some people from our generation, but most people are gone. Yeah, exactly. You know, so most people just fall off the wagon. They either stop
1: learning. They either stop researching, you know, they end up doing uh, other stuff. So I I mean, just stay, persevere, do your research and uh, keep going. You know, if you, if you really, if you, this is something that you really want to do, like keep at it. I mean, You know, even if you were to not get a deal for the next three to five years, I can guarantee you that first deal will change your perspective and, you know, um, because I mean, put it this way, I would rather get my deal, I would rather get my deal within eight months than getting it in the first 30 days. Because if you get it the first 30 days, you're going to expect this business to be so easy. But now if you get your deal in eight months, you know, it took you so long you know it's a lot sweeter you know when you finally get that first check and now you know you did so much research but you get your first deal in 30 days i mean i feel bad for those people because they're spoiled you know or not uh. spoiled but like it's really tough because it's like your next deal isn't going to be as easy as that one i could guarantee you that or that's right. the next deal after that you know
0: so I mean, you did 16 um, months right 16 months yeah, while 16 in months. debt and like yeah you know like that's amazing right also can right. you tell so, tell everybody how old you are
1: Oh you just turned twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, yeah, twenty three. Yeah, that is young. Did you I go like to
0: at... did you go to college? Did you get a fancy degree in anything?
1: Oh no. No.
0: See? You don't you don't need it, right? Yeah, yeah, I have
1: like three classes left to get my even my AA, but I don't I am not even sure if I'm gonna go get
0: it. you, you don't even need so. it? No.
1: <laughs> yeah, so stay persistent.
0: Cool. So how can people get to know you or find out more about you? Do you have like a website? Yeah, contact.
1: Information. Uh, contact information. You guys, uh, they can just follow me on Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty active there. I try to be active as possible. Uh, it's Sean at or it's at Sean Cali. So S E A N C A L I, and if uh, you guys want to email me, if you guys have deals, the wholesalers out there, uh, send it to me. It's uh, Sean S E A N at Visionary Dev. VisionaryDev.com. com. so if you guys have any deals or if you guys need any help uh you know shoot me an email and uh if, I, if i'm not busy I'll, I'll get to it
0: cool well thanks a lot for being on the show it was a very inspiring time i think we all appreciate it awesome awesome that wasn't that a great episode here are some key takeaways i got from this interview so for Sean, you need to talk to as many people as possible. Outsource your work and have the VAs do the job for you. Make sure that you don't make them full-time. Keep them part-time so that their spirits stay high. He has maybe three or four VAs. Total work is 80 hours a week. So 20 hours a week per person so they don't get burned out. Your follow-up game needs to be strong. Like you said, it took him 17 touches for one guy to give him a deal. Someone had to talk to another person 70 times. So you need to follow up, follow up, follow up. And persistence is key in this business. He struggled for 16 months with nothing, but it finally paid off and it was worth it in the end. I hope you enjoyed this show. Take care. This was another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating. It'll take less than a second and it'll help a lot. You can contact me at seanpanrealty at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N-P-A-N r-e-a-l-t-y at gmail.com Thanks and have a great day.